Hello, I'm Benet Dior, and welcome to another episode of Coach Pep Talk. In each episode, I interview someone that shares wisdom with us who helps us be better coaches and better coaching business owners. And this week, I'm so excited to have Melanie Spears on the call, who's going to be talking to us all about why we shouldn't bother setting New Year's resolutions. So welcome, Melanie. So good to have you on Coach Pep Talk. Thanks, Renee. So <laughs> Melanie is the um, creator and founder of the Gratitude Diary. Melanie, you've been making this for what, about 10 years now? Yeah, actually um, 13. 13 years. It's an amazing and beautiful diary. I'm so looking forward to using it this year. It's got beautiful spaces for intention and gratitude and lessons and everything. Anyway, um, Melanie has been doing this for a long time and now I've met her because she's starting to get to take her work all online and she'll be doing some companion material with the course. So that's got us to know each other and it's just been a beautiful journey to get to know you, Melanie, and I'm so happy to have you here um, to be talking about why we shouldn't be setting resolutions and what we should be doing instead because I know we have to do something. So, what in your view why are new year's resolutions just not worth it you know it's amazing um i always trust in divine timing in the way that things are revealed because um had you have not asked asked me yesterday mel you know what are your new year's resolutions and then uh then we wouldn't be having this conversation today because when you asked me that i that question I immediately went into my mind and I started to um, kind of conjure up, oh, what are my New Year's resolutions? Well, and I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff and I think I got to like the fourth thing and I said to you, actually, Vinay, this is all crap. D don't, <laughs> don't even listen to this, you know. And, and, but it reminded me of something. It, it reminded me of every year for, 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 you know, for years, I get together with my friends and we, are, we have that conversation, you know, maybe on, on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, we will all get together and go, well, you know, what are your New Year's resolutions? And um, we'll make a big thing out of it. Uh, but it's the process tends, tends to come from here. And, and, I must, and I think, of well, gee, if, if I've been doing that for 20 years, how many people on the planet go through that process here <laughs> yeah. yeah, and in actual fact, when you get to the end of that twelve-month period, what you know, how many of those resolutions, resolutions, did you actually resolve? For me, it's kind of like meh, meh. Well, well, they're they're infamous for never being met, right? I mean, that's that's what they're really known for is something and, that you never do. And yet, what's the definition of stupid? Doing the same thing over and over again with the same outcome. Um, and and so I, I I I then went, hang on, this is crap. And so that so that's just kept, got me into a process over the last twenty four hours of well, what what should you know what can we be doing you know that is you know I guess indicative of a, a new start and a fresh start and the end of a a, a time period and, and the beginning of of a new period and and something to mark that uh, delineation between two thousand and nineteen and two thousand and twenty you know what's what what's the indicator. Um, what'd you come up with oh look a world of wisdom just a world of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> so so the first thing that came to mind was I always love playing with words and the word resolution is re-solution right now 
the divas are always in the letters and in the words. I, I, I love, I love this profoundity because, because, because spirits are talking to us all the time through letters and numbers and words. And if we just look closely enough at words, we can actually start to piece things out. So re solution, re indicating, um, uh, again, um, you know, repeat, rehash, redo, re-solution. That's it. So we're doing this again. What are your New Year's resolutions? Well, here we are again. And solution, mm -hmm. right? Re-solution. Now, what do we need a solution for? A problem? You go. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, and you just came up with the galvanate. I love that. So in that doing of the re-solutions, we're actually coming at that whole intention from an unconscious seat of there's a problem. Mm. Can you relate to that? Mm-hmm. I can because my New Year's re-solutions look like I'm going to go to the gym more often. I'm going to, I'm going to change what I'm not happy with. Mm -hmm. I'm going to manifest my beautiful life partner. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, that. I'm going to kick all my goals. I'm going to win. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to eat the cherry. Right. But it's, it's coming from a place of, of what's not already working in my life and what's, what's, you know, what, what I, what I yet don't have. So a place of lack. So in a sense, you could say that most people approach their New Year's resolutions from a place of lack. Mm. Now, this is, this, is, this is basic NLP. When, whenever you create anything from a seat of lack, the only thing that you create is more lack. Hence, the New Year's resolutions, right? We do them again, we do them again, we do them again. And they never seem to kind of, you know, never change. So I'd like to just delete that and, and say to everybody, don't ever do a New Year's resolution again in your life because there is no problem. <laughs> so here's what we do. And, oh, okay. So you're taking that away. What are, we, what are we replacing it with? So this came through this morning. So what are we going to do? You know, we can't. And let me just explain the NLP process. It's like a rubber band effect. So... Here we are with a uh, problem, as you said. What you know? Why, what do we need solutions for? Problem. So here's the problem. So here is our intent: pulling our rubber band with our will. Remember the lesson of free will. So pulling our rubber rubber band. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose this. And I get to about here, and you know I've lost three or four kilos, and I'm not not unhappy with my weight anymore but what so what happens to the tension now i let it go i forget about it back put on the four kilos why did why did my state change from being really self-willed and determined and on track to uh back at square one again what what happened it was my motivation my motivation was coming from a place of lack Right, right. I love that rubber band analogy. Like you can, you can feel the tension building. Just right, you're still attached to that problem. So unless it's cut or separated, it's 
you're not going anywhere. And the, long, and the longer, and the longer you, you're, you're using your own free will to create that change, you're drawing on your own energy sources. So you're drawing on your, your, your energy, your adrenal systems, um, you know, your, your focus, your mental clarity and acuity. You're drawing on everything that's, 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 that's psychophysical. Mm. Yeah, you're drawing on your you. Now, mm. we're human beings. You know, yes, we're spiritual beings, but we're human beings as well. And we, we, we can't uh, kind of control our physiology through, through just our willingness alone if we're overriding something. And so what I'm always interested in is, well, you know, what is it that we're overriding? So just want to point out that whenever you make any decision or intent from a seat of lack and then you use your will to, 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 to activate that, um, nine times out of ten you'll fail because what we're actually creating is uh, more of the same, more of the mm -hmm. same. I hear you. That's resonating with me. Uh, guys, if you're listening, <laughs> like, oh, that explains everything. Yeah. Think about your coaching business and why you haven't maybe got the results that you wanted or other yeah. things in your life, your weight, your relationships. Yeah. Your career, money, whatever it is. What, what, instead, but we have to do something instead. So we create from what is already working and what is already in place. So the first thing that you should be doing for your um, uh, your your new year, your new year, um, your new year. Oh, what are we going to call it? She's feeling for the word. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come. The first thing you should be doing is giving thanks to the year that's already been given. That is the very first thing, and. Remember, you know, in, in a lot of attachment work and in, in a lot of resolving and ending loose ends um, and, and finishing in unfinished business, a, a big process is actually giving thanks to, to the situation and, and to the year. So we really need to make a conscious scan across the sea of, of 2019 and just make a note of uh, whether it's with a pen or in your mind or in your heart, of all the things that, that, that happened during the year that was like, wow, that was, that was incredible. I'm so, I'm so grateful that, that that happened. I'm so grateful that I met that person or, or this happened or whatever it was. We have to acknowledge first what, what, you know, what came before. Yeah, so you know, I love that. Just, I, I want to get back to that. Just, uh, this is popping into my, I was sitting on the porch having coffee with my husband this morning and every year we take it, we write a journal and we reflect on the year that's passed and write dreams for the year that's coming. And so this is really timely for us because this is something we do every year. But he was listening to Tim Ferriss, who I love, um, about, you know, something about New Year's resolutions as well. And he said he also doesn't set resolutions. And the biggest thing he does is reflects on the year and he's like, it's very logical, practical data, and you can just reflect on all the things you did achieve. So it's just interesting that in the, yeah, I'm searching for this, and just today I've got <laughs> these two reference points from amazing sources. So Well, I'm so glad, because I haven't read Tim Ferriss, but I, I'm really glad that we're on the same page. <laughs> well, it was, I don't know if he's written an article about it. It's in his five bullet Friday thing, you know, it's, it's kind of a, yeah, a, 
a guy thing. My husband reads it probably more than me. But oh, awesome. Yeah, no, I, I think I think he does amazing work, and I'm just, and he's absolutely right. Unless we give thanks for the year that's just preceded us, um, we don't really need, we've we've already gone from. Uh, you know, resetting um, our, you know, resolutions, you know, kind of resolving not to do that to rather than resolving not to or, you know, deciding to fix a problem. We've already just turned that around on its head completely and we've yeah. gone, well, what actually was good in that year? Yeah. 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 Okay. So what is the next step? Okay. So the next step is um, what do I need to let go of? Oh. <laughs> I have a shopping list. <laughs> and and I was I was torn between you know which step comes first because my other my other um my well my other question there was what do you what do you love? And I was torn between well, you know, which which do I put first? What do you love or what do we need to let go of? But actually I'm gonna swap that. I'm gonna go what do you love is next. What do I love? Okay. What so number love? two is what do you love? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do this number two. That feels better. What do I love? So it's basically a giving thanks of the year before, and then coming right here to now, going, who am I? What What do I love? What What makes me tick? What makes me juicy? Mm. What do I love? And and to just to just drop about drop into that, and to really affirm that to yourself. You know who what. What is it that I love about me? Yeah. And, and what is it that my soul loves about life and about living? And, and connect in with that and say hello to that. Like, hello. Hello, that which I love. And welcome to 2020, that which I love, because we're going to rock it this year, that which I love. But unless we connect with that, and say hello to that and welcome that part into the, to the new year, we could go in blindly just bringing in a whole heap of kind of stuff from, from the past and from what's come before. So it really is about love, that next step. I now, love in it. The, inner, the energy of it is so different uh, just from, yeah, writing so this, this place. So different. So different. Um, now, in order to make what we love become bigger in our lives, now, what needs to be let go of? Yeah. In order to just make more space for that which we love because this, it's really about just making more space mm -hmm. so that your true soul essence can start to shine through. Right, I've got my workbook exercise, my journaling exercise with my partner tonight, <laughs> a bottle of Moe and, uh, <laughs> and answer these questions. Oh, unless there's another one. Is there another one after the? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, oh, there's more. Okay. I'm just tuning into like how this might look. So just, uh, oh, you know, well, what do I love? Um, I, I love doing this. I love sharing my wisdom. Um, I love traveling around the world and exploring new places and, and, and meeting new people. I love to perform and I love to sing and I love playing with my puppy and I love going into retreat space. So basically time out of time, you know? So, so here I am now giving you my, my, my new year's, you know, resolutions in a different form. And that is, Hey, this is, this is, this is who I already am. 
mm. and and here I am now just acknowledging well this is this is who I already already am step three what needs to be what could be let go of in order to make room for, for what is already apparent so I ask myself that question what what could be let go of And I come, the first thing I come up with was the idea that I don't have enough time to do everything I want to do. Mm. That idea actually creates a setup in me that, 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 that for one moment then I, I need to experience lack, which is lack of time. So that, that's an idea that I reckon I could let go of. It's just an idea because at the end yeah. of the day, I actually do do what I want to do. I, I would imagine that people often have that sense of lack of time, you know, that there's just not enough time and space to do all of the things that we want to do. So I'm going to let that one go. So you're letting go of the belief. Belief. Okay. That I, and, and it's, it's an unconscious belief that I, that I don't have enough time to do everything that I want to do. That, that is a seriously limiting belief. Yeah, and I reckon that one's quite common among most, uh, many business owners. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And entrepreneur types, yeah. Absolutely. How, 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 how prevalent is that? Is that yeah. so what, else can I, what, what else could I let go of? I could let go of uh, feeling obliged. So sometimes, sometimes in life we make a decision or we make an agreement to, to be somewhere at a certain time in a certain space you know, to have that coffee with a friend or, or to do that favour for someone and, 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 and we're kind of going there but there's a bit of disgruntledness on the way. That's feeling of obligation and I don't think obligation is, is a seat that we want to be um, manifesting from. So I'm going to let go of feeling obliged and again, these are all my intents. Now, now, what's really beautiful is, is I don't have to resolve to do any of this because the simple fact by me saying that to the universe, thy will be done. And that will actually now spread throughout my, my year. And I will not have to use my own free will to pull myself away from, from feeling obliged. I'm just popping it up into the universe and I'm just naming it out loud. That's all I'm doing. So there's no will. There's no... Melanie's will involved in, in, in doing any of these things at all. And that's the magic that you've really, really helped me see this year, um, Melanie, is, is that sort of asking for help just by voicing something and letting it unravel on its own. Because I've always been, you know, a, a real like pusher and like I try to use my free will to make things happen in the world. And this sort of releasing it and stepping back has... Um, it's almost like it's a miracle. Like things just happen. Um, so it's a really new way of being. And if, if you guys, listeners out there, if you haven't tried that, that sort of approach, especially in your business, I highly recommend it. It's um, an amazing way to work. There's a really, there's a beautiful book um, at the moment uh, by Michael Singer. And he first wrote The Untethered Soul, which I haven't read, but I'm actually currently reading The Surrender Experiment. And his lesson is on exactly that, that when we actually just get out of our own way enough and work with divine will instead of human will, far greater things happen that, that we, could, we could have ever 
you know, never conceived of because we have actually surrendered into, into divine will. So the book is Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And I was standing in front of the bookshop and I'm just, I often do this, I'll just scan through and I'll touch each book and, and this one, my body just started going, ah. <laughs> so I pulled it off the bookshelf and I said, oh, I think I'm supposed to read this. So I put it back and then just did the test again and I did a blind test and, and, and I picked another book and was like, no, nah, I've got nothing with this one. And I uh, put it back and then I picked up that book and ah. <laughs> So it's my lesson as well right now is to is to, um, to just keep working more with divine will so that I'm not drawing on my own energy sources. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll put the link uh, to that book in the show notes for anybody who wants to grab a copy of that. Yeah. Great, great. Now, there's a couple of other uh, steps in this process. So our first process is giving thanks for the 2019. Our second process is, uh, sorry, our, our second step is uh, what, what, what do I love? And the third step is what do I need to let go of uh, to create more room for what I love? And the fourth step is what now needs to be accepted? Oh. Hmm. I'm very curious to hear your example for this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So some of the things that I that, that I that I've been kind of just contemplating just very recently is that that my parents um, are aging and they're going through a, a deep transition right now. You know, from perhaps you know independent living in, in perhaps into supported accommodation, and that that movement is going to take uh, quite a lot of energy this year, and also. Um, they're going to need support because they're 80 um, and, you know, they're not, they're failing and they've supported me most of my life. So I need to accept that this year, as well as all of the amazing things that, that, that I'm, that I'm, you know, I can already feel are going to be coming through that I also need to make time and space to support my parents in a, in a practical way. And I need to accept that and not resist that because if, if I resist that, uh, I'm going to all, already have a conflict in my system where I'm resisting reality, creating reality and resisting reality, creating reality, resisting reality. And how many of us do that? You know, mm. we really want to, we really just, just have this amazing opportunity, but oh, now my husband's got to transfer. So creation resistance. Yeah. And, yeah. and really um, if we can actually just set up now, a place of acceptance for what we can feel, you know, maybe a perceived limitation. And so in that acceptance, maybe I can actually rework that through so that that becomes also something that's very soulful and a part of my own soul group. And that can actually support my bigger visions if I can come to peace with it now. So I'm accepting the fact that my parents are aging and they're going to need some support from me this year. And as a practical movement now, I'm actually scheduling a couple of months during the year where I'm going to go and just, and just be in that process fully and uh, do what I can in that time. So that's, that's my practical move. So with this one, you know, for people who are looking for what they need to accept, would you say that this step is really around reality or things that are happening in your circle around you yeah it's our, it's our humanness it's our human self, our humanness so 
you know, it, it, it could be like that you have a, a boss at work that, that absolutely triggers you to, you know, to the core. Mm -hmm. You know, can we come to acceptance of that? And then from acceptance, we can work with that in a very different way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just that this this word has been uh, haunting, following, blessing me all year with the word permission, and just that I can give myself permission to do anything. This to me feels really similar, like just permission to feel, you know, uninspired, <laughs> or permission to, to you know, yeah, to have a family and and you know, be in a season right now where I want to, you know, do be with them or you know, learn archery or motorcycle riding or, you know what I mean? Like just explore. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I love the, I love the reality and practicalness of that. Yeah, well, it's, it's like we're manifesting always and especially, you know, with the New Year's intentions, it's kind of like, yeah, well, this is the time that we often review our lives and we want to make those resets. Um, but at the same time as we're doing that, we also want to, we're still human and we don't want to separate our creative selves from our human selves you know so we want to bring the humanity into our in in intentions you know also we, you know we want to bring what is you know because if we resist what is then yeah yeah, yeah. well and I think I think I think coaches particularly can you know I've seen it in a, in a lot of um, in, a, <laughs> in my in my background with working with lots of coaches you know, we can we can re resist reality or try to live in this sort of perfect, uh, like create this perfect place that actually doesn't really exist. Because the like one thing that I'm constantly saying to coaches is life happens, like, and you can see how that just bumps up against people's you know business dreams over and over and over again. Yeah, so. life life bumps up against your dreams and all the time. <laughs> yeah. What if? And yet, what if life? is the catalyst for your soul's growth you know? oh, yeah. and dreaming is intention is beautiful but what if the, the the most change you're going to get is in the in the life in the living you know and that's where yeah. you get the most soul growth so you don't want to discount anything that's going on you know in yeah. on a humane level yeah well and just circling back to let's see i think it was step number number three where you're you you know trying to will it you let it you let it go instead um yeah you, uh, I, oh, never mind, i've lost it <laughs> i was going somewhere and i freaking lost it <laughs> that's okay i'm sure we'll come back um i'll give you another example what needs to be accepted how about climate change yeah we've got the massive bushfires in australia right now which are we're in trouble we're in deep water yeah and how and yet because oh, i can feel it in my psyche how much denial still exists around climate change and and the effect that that's going to have on on humanity and on our own lives right now this year even you know there's a for me there's been a little bit of a bubble and i've wanted to be light and manifesting my dreams and kicking my goals and yet all the while as i'm you know kind of you know creating my reality over here the universe itself the planet itself is creating uh a, a story over here so you know as human beings we really need to accept that we really need to be in tune with that and in touch with that so that we're a part of that because if we're not a part of it 
we won't be in, in, in touch with what to do. So is that, um, like, uh, if we're using this as that accepting that your parents are aging or accepting, you know, the fact of climate change, then do you need to do anything or is this just accepting it consciously? Just accepting it consciously. Okay. Because with acceptance comes information. Okay. And that will inform you. With non-acceptance comes no information. Yeah. And what we want is we want to be informed. We want to be guided as to what happens next, what we do next. We want to be shown. But that can never happen with non-acceptance. can never happen. Yeah. That's a really big piece. Yeah. 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 All right. Yes. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> loves that idea. Are you, um, are there any other steps? Yes, there is. Uh, make time to do your soul work. Set the intention. So on a practical level, what that looks like is making time. But on a spiritual level, what that looks like is set the intention to do your soul work. Everybody, everybody. I, I, I would be um, very curious to know, you know, to do a survey. And to, to, I'd, I'd love to survey a 1,000 people to say, how much time do you spend in, in self-reflection? Yeah. How much, how much time do you spend with that? Because... Um, We need to do that now, by the way. Mm -hmm. You know? Is there a perfect amount of time one should spend on self-reflection? Well, no. No, because, because when you start doing your soul work, we, we, we move into the realms of beyond time and space. And it, it, time is no longer linear. It, when the soul, soul doesn't know time. Soul doesn't live in time because soul is timeless. And so that's when the magic starts to happen. That's when we work with intent. Uh, we work with presence. We work with prayer. We work with serendipity. But unless we have said hello to soul, we don't get to work with those supportive energies. Mm. And so... Okay. It, Yep. So doing your soul work is saying hello to soul regularly. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's saying, hello, soul. I am going now to use my will to allow a relationship with you. And I'm going to let you inform me and I am going to make space for that yeah mm. that could be emotional space yeah 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 i think for for coaches and people you know who are who are doing the work that we're doing that's so key because our insight that's where our intuition comes from isn't it where we where we, we really can be present for our clients and for the work we're doing and yes yes and and, and that's <laughs> 
Yes, and that is where that is where our information comes from. Yeah. That, that is where we'll be informed. Our souls will be informed as to what to do next. And so if we come back to the, the point of our conversation, which was about New Year's resolutions, we're working on a whole different paradigm now because if we're saying yes to soul, we don't have to resolve anything. Mm. We don't have to use our free will to change or create or do anything, but we do have to use our free will to say yes to soul and to soul's growth. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the right use of will is to say yes to the fact that we're spiritual beings and that we have a divine system and a divine connection. I love it. I love it. So this is kind of like the recipe for manifesting really. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really great. All right, what's next? Giving thanks. Again. Again. Okay. And what are we giving thanks for this time? This moment. Okay. Just this moment. Because, because you realise that in this moment, that after you've, you've gone through that little process, that in this moment, there is actually nothing to do. Mm. Yeah? You've done it. You've already done it. Mm. And, and, and in the giving thanks comes the surrender. And in the giving thanks comes the acceptance. And it, it, it comes the, the release. And it comes the acknowledgement, which is all of those things that we had just spoken about. But in the giving thanks, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. And still there's nothing to do. And now you get up and go about your day. Mm -hmm. And in those, and then after that, after the fact, then with the anchoring in of what it is that you love, then quite spontaneously, you know, next week, you know, on, on, in the first week of January or after you've had your top holiday, when businesses are open, it's quite spontaneous. You go, you know what? I've really, I, I've, I've realized that I'm actually really, um, I really love acting and I haven't applied myself to that pathway yet. I'm going to make a few phone calls. Mm. Yeah. So it's very different from writing down call eight acting agencies or, you know, again, that's mind-based. Don't write anything mm. like that down. Don't do any goal settings. Don't do any of that. Just get in touch with what it is that you love and that love will inform you and that presence will inform you and you will act from that space. You will act from that soul space. Yeah. So it's like you're, you're by, by doing this, you're really setting the, the foundation for inspiration to just to bubble up and to motivate you in a moment, in an instant. And then you just follow that. And then you follow the next one and you follow the next one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's a, I've definitely been um, doing that more and more. I was, definitely this year, but over the last two years, trying to get my head around that kind of um, working. Mm -hmm. So different. I mean, the last six months have just been Woo. amazing people I've met and the connections I've made and the things I've learned and the hobbies I've taken up. It's amazing. Like yeah. when you just get clear and, and open and yeah. And then, and then trust yourself too. Well, you know, the, the, the thing is, Benet, that we're, that we're already clear. We're, everyone is already clear, but we've kind of bought into the to the paradigm of here that mm. that I've got to figure this out, and and you yeah. know, and so from here we go looking for um, 
you know, someone to help us figure it out or someone to kind of, you know, validate or to help us figure it out. And honestly, I, I don't know that really there is anything to figure out because once you get in touch with simply what it is that you love and what blows your skirt up, uh, <laughs> those, two, those, those things, if you just follow that, you don't have to figure that out. You know, that's it's so true. It's so true. Because everyone knows what makes you happy. You know, if yeah. I asked you, if I asked you, you know, what makes you happy? Hmm. Well, I could show you my passion map. <laughs> that that oh, makes you happy. Don't you speak? Oh my god. Speak, so yeah. Yeah, speak to me. What 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 you, what makes what brings you joy? Oh my 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 husband and my daughter and my motorcycle and my bow and arrow and the amazing work that I do and. Yeah. Getting to work with people like you and bring that out into the world and getting to make a difference, like, yeah. that just lights me up. And so you go back, <laughs> now, just having this conversation now, you go back and on New Year's Day and you love them more. Yeah. And you, and yeah. you see them more. Yeah. You, and, and, you, and you give that energy more. And so turn, and you turn that up even more. Because when you turn that up even more, what happens is that energetically, straight back at you. Oh, that might have to be the seventh step. Or the yeah. 5.5. Like, oh, turn it up. I'm writing it down. Turn up the volume. Even though this is going to be transcribed, I'm still taking notes because it's just... It's even better if I write it down. <laughs> That's great. Oh, great. Okay, Melanie, are there any uh, any other steps before we move on? I don't think so. I think that's enough work for one day. Yeah, that's feeling pretty complete. I had some other questions, but now they just seem a bit silly. So I'm oh. going to let them go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm curious now. I want to hear those silly questions. I'll tell you, I'll tell you offline. Or if anybody's dying to know, you can leave a comment and I'll see. All the silly questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, Melanie, thank you so much. I'm so excited, and I'm sure our listeners are too, to take this exercise away and do it. You know, in the beginning of the new year, if not, uh, if not this week. Um, how can people? learn more about you because I know you've got some amazing work out there. You've got the diary, you've got some other courses and things coming. You're doing some retreats this year. Um, if people want to learn more about you, what's the best way to get started? Yeah. So, so if, I mean, first and foremost, the website, um, givingthanks.com.au and then an online course that's being launched in January, which is givingthanks.com.au forward slash masterclass dash series dash key dash master <laughs> that's a nice and easy one we're gonna um, put the link to that in the show notes so that'll that on, the, on the line and, and so you can jump in and you can you can do do our 12-month courses you know 12-month community and um you'll get to, to to speak directly with me and ask questions ask silly questions and um you know don't bring your new year's resolutions into the questions and and uh, we you know we just get to play and and um, we'll be basically navigating uh, our way through the year you know with the lessons in the gratitude diary and and also forming a little bit of a community. Right, oh, but the um, the the free thing that you you um, you mentioned the masterclass series that's a uh, like a free that's just a that's four day program, isn't it? Four day. It's a free okay. four day program. It's a mouthful. A free four-day program where you get to experience a little bit of um, self-reflection 
And uh, I also give you some tools for your tool belt that you'll be able to um, take throughout the year and, uh, and support you with, your, with your soul growth. Yeah, and I was um, lucky enough to be on some of the pre-recordings of that while Melanie was testing the content. And everybody who attended those free lessons had an activation uh, of, of sorts of, you know, it's a free class and it's amazing. So there's my little plug for you, Melanie. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Melanie, so much for being on the show and sharing um, this beautiful New Year's tradition with us. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to change some lives. So thank yeah, you so beautiful. much. And, 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 yeah, and to everybody who's listening, Happy New Year. And just remember, there is no problem. We don't have to resolve anything. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you, listeners, so much for listening to another episode of Coach Pep Talk. We're all over the place. So go and subscribe, share it with your friends, share the good karma. Happy okay. coaching, everyone. Thanks, Benay. Lots of love.